maker of the universe, of the planets, and the burning suns and stars, without number, you have raised us from the earth to be persons, each with a name. And you have sent us one who knows and calls us each by name. Help us to follow the voice of the guardian of our souls, Jesus, your Son, our Good Shepherd, through whom we pray and who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When the days of Pentecost had come, Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. Let the entire house of Israel know with certainty that God has made him both Lord and Messiah, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and to the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, so that your sins may be forgiven and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you, for your children, and for all who are far away, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to him. And he testified with many other arguments and exhorted them, saying, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. So those who welcomed his message were baptized, and that day about 3,000 persons were added to their number. The word of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of Peter. Brothers and sisters, if you endure when you do right and suffer for it, you have God's approval. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. When he was abused, he did not return abuse. When he suffered, he did not threaten. But he entrusted himself to the one who judges, judges justly. Christ himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that, free from sin, we might live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. For you were going astray like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and the guardian of your souls. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. And with A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you. Jesus said, Amen, Amen. I say to you, whoever does not enter a sheepfold through the gate, but climbs over elsewhere, is a thief and a robber. But whoever enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it for him. And the sheep hear his voice, as the shepherd calls his own sheep by name, and leads them out. 
When he has driven out all his own, he walks ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they recognize his voice. But they will not follow a stranger. They will run away from them because they do not recognize the voice of strangers. Although Jesus used this figure of speech, the Pharisees did not realize what he was trying to tell them. So Jesus said again, Amen, amen, I say to you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. A thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. Thank you, God, for the rain. Happy Good Shepherd Sunday, everyone. Happy Feast Day. The fourth Sunday of Easter season is sometimes called the Good Shepherd Sunday because in each of the three lectionary cycles, the gospel reading invites us to reflect on Jesus as the Good Shepherd. And in each cycle, the reading is from the 10th chapter of John's Gospel. This chapter sets the framework for Jesus' teaching about himself as the Good Shepherd. In the Gospel verses we are looking at today, Jesus says, I am the gate. So to set the stage for today's Gospel, we were told in a previous chapter the story of a blind man whose sight was restored by Jesus. This miracle caused such a commotion in the community that the blind man was brought before the Pharisees. Instead of being amazed and rejoicing at the wonderful miracle, these Pharisees grumbled that the healing had been done on the Sabbath, which proved to them that Jesus could not be from God. So the hill man was brought before the Sanhedrin and renounced as a sinner. He was thrown out of the synagogue and made an example of before the crowds. The behavior of the Pharisees showed that they were, in fact, claiming to be the gatekeepers of God. So Jesus addressed these Pharisees once again. Very truly, I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. Jesus was speaking about the true gate and the true shepherd, who is the one through whom one can gain access to God. It is not through the Pharisees. The Pharisees didn't understand what Jesus was telling them, so Jesus had to spell it out to them. He said, I am the gate, not just any gate, but the only gate for the sheep to enter into the fold. The relationship between the sheep and their shepherd is based on becoming familiar. Sheep recognize their shepherd and won't follow a stranger. And at the end of the day, shepherds lead their sheep from the pastures to a common gated area called a sheepfold. There, one shepherd protects all the sheep overnight 
until the next day when each shepherd returns to lead his own sheep to pasture. As the shepherd moves among the sheep, the sheep follow only their shepherd because they know only their shepherd's voice. How well do you or I recognize the voice of Jesus as our good shepherd? Today I'm going to give you a pop quiz. You don't need a pencil and you don't need paper. You just need to fill in the blank. Remember now, we're in church and God is listening to your answer, your truthful answer. Are you ready? The blank is my shepherd and there is nothing I shall want. Sounds like an easy question today, doesn't it? Or is it really? This verse is from Psalm 23 and the responsorial psalm for today's Mass. It is a psalm of David, and David was a shepherd. So he understood the special relationship and the care a shepherd has with his sheep. He calls the Lord his shepherd as a beautiful illustration of his own relationship with God. He doesn't say that the Lord is a shepherd, but he says, the Lord is my shepherd. David's priority was his Lord, his shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. Like David, does the answer to our question reflect our priority to who is our shepherd? Jesus is challenging us in our gospel today when he says, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to him. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. In our world today, people follow a lot of voices. They follow after what everyone around them is following. And I think the thieves and robbers in our time are those people and things that draw us away from our relationship with Jesus and our faith community. When we allow ourselves to have outside events be the priority over coming to Mass, then we are being robbed of the relationship. The question for each of us today, do I know the voice of our shepherd? Do I know the voice of my shepherd, my true shepherd? Have I become so familiar with his voice that I can clearly distinguish his voice from others. Try to imagine the image of several shepherds all calling their sheep at once. That's our society out there. This is an image of the competing voices we encounter in our lives today. But only one of those voices is the voice of God. Do you know his voice? Or do you become confused with the many other impulses, desires, and attractions that vie for your attention. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. There's an old story about a priest who was celebrating his 50th anniversary of ordination. For this occasion, he had invited his personal friend, Richard Burton, the notable actor, to come and recite his favorite Psalm 23. Richard Burton agreed to do this on one condition, that the priest would also recite it after him. At the appointed time, Richard stood up and proclaimed the popular psalm with such oratorical mastery 
that the congregation immediately stood up and applauded him. And then this humble pastor stood up and to begin to recite from his heart this beloved psalm. After he had finished his recitation, the congregation was in awe and even moved some to tears. Someone in a front pew with Richard asked him, why did people loudly applaud you and yet were so silently moved by the pastor? And Burton replied, because I know the psalm, but the pastor knows the shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. As we reflect on this image of the good shepherd, we are invited to consider the quality of our own relationship with Jesus. Among all the other voices we hear, do we recognize his voice and truly follow him? Do we trust in his care and protection, even in the face of difficulty or uncertainty? Are we willing to let him be the guide on our path that he has set for us? Like the pastor in a story, do we know our good shepherd? As your family meets this week and gathers around the tables, ask what each person knows about sheep and shepherds, recalling that shepherds and sheep have a close relationship. The shepherd's job is to protect his sheep. And in some ways, that relationship between a shepherd and a sheep is like that of being a parent and their child. Discuss how Jesus tells us that he is the gate for the sheep and that in Jesus we find protection and abundant life. There was a young boy at a parish school who was given a month to memorize Psalm 23. I would fail that test. He was to recite it at school assembly with the pastor and all the parents attending. And when the big night came, he stood up and began, sounds like me now, the Lord is my shepherd. And then his mind went blank. The people waited while he struggled to remember the next line. And finally, he started again, the Lord is my shepherd. And once again, he paused. But quickly he said, and that is all I need to know. <laughs> First there was silence, but then applause because the child was right. I think by now that we all know that the correct answer to our question today should be Lord, not all those voices competing for the Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. And that is all we really need to know. Amen. 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 Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.